letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With Friday's WCCO All Local, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include picketing at Delta, plus how an actor strike could affect movie making in Minnesota, and new charges in a 4th of July fireworks incident. But we begin with Minnesota's poor air quality. An air quality alert went into effect at 8 a.m. this morning. Once again, the problem comes from smoke drifting in from wildfires burning in Alberta and British Columbia in far western Canada. We've had a number of air quality alerts from the fires during the past few months in the Twin Cities. National Weather Service forecaster Paige Martin. Up until a couple weeks ago, we had a pretty stagnant air mass kind of stuck over us for what feels like a couple of months. And when we have a stagnant air mass, we lack winds and Um, It was kind of just allowing the smoke to build in and not really go anywhere. The smoke drifting into Minnesota comes as a cold front moves eastward. When that front passes through, the air quality will dramatically improve. That should happen by 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. During the alert, the air quality will be considered unhealthy for sensitive groups. Al Schock, Newstalk 830, WCCO. Delta Airlines workers are picketing out at the airport today. It's an informational picket as flight attendants, mechanics, tower, and cargo workers are trying to unionize nationwide. Wide. A spokesman says it's a coordinated campaign with solidarity among the three unions which would represent those groups the International Association of Machinists and Aerospace Workers, the Association of Flight Attendants, and the International Brotherhood of Teamsters. Delta has the lowest percentage of unionized workers, with roughly 15,000 pilots and 450 flight dispatchers. If the move is successful, it would swell those ranks to an additional 45,000 unionized workers. Steve Simpson. News Talk 830 WCCO. This is Laura Oaks. The Hennepin County Attorney's Office is charging another person in connection with the 4th of July fireworks chaos at Boom Island Park in Minneapolis. 20-year-old Ayub Ali is making his first court appearance today. In addition, authorities have decided not to charge a 17-year-old who was accused of shooting fireworks at Minneapolis police, saying that case lacks sufficient evidence. A 35-year-old Minneapolis man is facing criminal vehicular homicide charges crashing his car into two pedestrians in Columbia Heights. State Patrol says it happened on Highway 65 near 39th Avenue Northeast around 1030 when the suspect's convertible left the road and struck the pair who were walking on the sidewalk. 58-year-old Carrie Rivera was killed. A 63-year-old man now hospitalized with life-threatening injuries. The suspect was not injured. It's not known if drugs or alcohol played a part in the crash. Steve Simpson, Newstalk 830 WCCO. The writers and actors strike in Hollywood is not expected to have an immediate impact on film operations now going on in Minnesota. That's because work being done here is not connected to the contract talks that have failed to reach an agreement. But Twin Cities local SAG-AFTRA President Peter Moore says there could be trouble here if the strike lingers. A lot of the uh, the production that we were hoping would come here after the legislature passed this $25 million uh, tax incentive, we could probably see the loss of some productions that were going to be here and now can't. Moore, speaking with WCCO's Vanita Sakar on the morning news, says there are about 700 SAG-AFTRA members in the local, which includes Minnesota and the Dakotas. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. 
A Hennepin County judge approves the court-enforceable police reform agreement between the city of Minneapolis and the Minnesota Department of Human Rights. The so-called consent decree now legally requires Minneapolis to implement police reform measures that have already been agreed upon. It follows a finding by the Human Rights Department that the MPD engaged in a pattern of discriminatory policing for years, leading up to the murder of George Floyd in 2020. Some community groups testified in opposition to some details of the agreement. An independent evaluator will be hired soon to guarantee the agreement is enforced. Al Shock, News Talk 830, WCCO. Foreclosure proceedings are underway against the owners of Minnesota's largest shopping mall outside of the Twin Cities. Stearns County District Court is being asked to allow for the sale of the Crossroads Center Mall in St. Cloud. That's because U.S. Bank Trust Company claims the mall's owners haven't paid on its loan in nearly three years. That amounts to a debt of $84 million. No comment from the mall's owners. Crossroads Center opened on St. Cloud's west side in 1966 with two dozen stores and now has nearly a million square feet of retail space. The shopping center is anchored by J.C. Penney, Macy's, Shields, All Sports and Target. The mall's occupancy rate began to decline in 2016 and currently less than 90 percent of its space is leased. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. University of Minnesota researchers say they can track electrical signals in the brain that point to severe depression and even suicide. The project is called Fast Reliable Electrical Unconscious Detection, or FROID. U of M psychiatry and behavioral science professor Dr. Alik Widge explains. The parts of your brain that are responsible for what the technical term is response inhibition, but it basically comes down to that little voice inside you that's like, well, should I, shouldn't I? All of those happen to be up on the top of your brain right near the crown of your head. They are in perfect position all that's right exactly where if you've got some electrodes just sit, sitting on top of someone's scalp, you can see it. Which, speaking with our Jason Russia, says the long-term goal is to get beyond detection and use the biometric information to come up with more effective therapies for preventing suicide. It's been a while, but Powerball fever is once again sweeping the nation, including right here in Minnesota. Nobody matched all six numbers in last night's huge Powerball drawing, pushing the top prize for Saturday's game to an estimated $875 million. As you might imagine, ticket sales have been brisk. Jesus works at a downtown Minneapolis convenience store and says his customers are dreaming big. Hope, hope for that jackpot, for that retire- early retirement. What would you do if you won the jackpot? Uh, I'd go crazy. <laughs> As for the odds of winning, you have a better chance of being elected president of the United States or competing in the Olympics. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. Finally today, you can find out a lot more about the Vikings starting quarterback even before training camp begins. Let's go upstairs now and read, okay? Why does the NFL have so many rules against hitting quarterbacks? That's Kirk Cousins talking to his son during a scene from Quarterback, an NFL film's production that dropped on Netflix on Wednesday. Tim Rumpf is director of the segment starring Cousins and tells WCCO's Vanita Sakar that fans get unprecedented access during the docuseries. What was really refreshing working with Kirk from day one meeting him, he made it clear that he was an open book, that this project was important to him to be able to show the public what it really took to play the position of quarterback, everything that he put into it and he really opened his home to us opened the facility to us and we were really able to capture some amazing things also featured our patrick mahomes of the kansas city chiefs and marcus mariota of the atlanta falcons al shock news talk a 3 wcco thanks for listening to wcco's all local you can find each day's all local and all of our podcasts at wccoradio.com 
or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsey Peterson, News Talk 830 WCCO.